So this is really important to understand. I love where, where you're going with this because if you only have $2,000 worth of media budget in this example and your cost per lead was $100, you would only get 20 leads. Is that the correct thinking there? Yeah. Hi there, guys, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Pipeline Generator Podstorm. Today, we're going to get practical. Today, we are going to be talking about setting up a lead generation campaign. So with me on the line is uh, Caleb, my ninja warrior data guy. Uh, he looks at all of our, our data as a company, so cost per leads and targeting and platform sources and all sorts of weird stuff um, that we've covered in this uh, course. So please do uh, pay attention, guys, because this is really where, you know, the rubber hits the road and to help you contextualize a lot of what you've learned to date, uh, a lot of which, as I say, is covered in Pipeline Generators uh, Skills Accelerator program at PipelineGenerator.com. But uh, for today, there's a context that we need to land. So this is a scenario, right? So we're going to run you through a scenario where if you imagine for a moment, if you stop and imagine for a moment that you're the CEO of the latest and greatest fintech company. Okay, you uh, are looking to move a product, a SaaS product to uh, medium sized companies uh, across multiple markets. We'll reveal what those markets are shortly. You're focused at a particular industry. You have a particular revenue uh, per customer that you want to unlock. You've got a certain budget. Uh, what do you then do? And so Caleb and myself walk you through some some numbers. Now, some key things you're going to learn today is how to understand this idea of total addressable markets, how you are going to work with uh, two industries or multiple industries to understand the market value. And in this one, we pack we unpack professional services versus financial services. Um, as an example, we'll also help you to understand how many market qualified leads and sales qualified leads you're going to get based on certain cost per leads and so 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 much more and guys please do pay careful attention to the part of the show where we unpack the different regional variances Uh, it's this stuff really is stuff that you're not going to find in any hack online like it just doesn't exist Uh, you need to understand that this stuff really is power and it will help you change the way that you go to market fundamentally so i'm super 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 excited to get into the detail here and speaking of detail, we do get into some numbers. So try and follow along. Um, a lot of the stuff is really unpacked in detail in PipelineGenerator.com, the Skills Accelerator program. But there's a lot of detail here. So do try and follow along because if you can follow along and get to the end, you'll be amazed at what you will learn. And don't forget, guys, you can get your $500 discount for the launch period here. So you just simply head on over to PipelineGenerator.com, enter Ninja-50 to get your coupon discount. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the seventh installment. Is it the seventh? Can't be the seventh. It's got to be like probably the tenth (laughs) installment of the Podstorm here by Pipeline Generator today. Uh, I'm joined by the man, the legend, that is Caleb uh, from Digital Kung Fu. He is my number one go-to head of data guy. Uh, But before we get on to that, I um, wanted to just very quickly uh, share my my screen here. So today we're going to get into how to set up a lead generation campaign. Um, and before we do that, I wanted to also just quickly touch on some of the media coverage that has happened over the weekend. 
Um, so you'll see here, like with this, this the launch of pipeline generators has been heavily, heavily covered by Tech Central, Business Cloud in the UK, UK Tech News, Biz Community, and many, many other uh, news outlets. So this is a really big deal. So very excited to be able to bring you uh, another episode of the Podstorm. So this is a series of related videos that's really going to handhold you through some key insights, some context, and some fundamentals that are essential for any business wanting to create deal flow. So uh, lead generation is, is a great prerequisite to making sales. Sales is the lifeblood of any business. If you're not making sales now in a C19-dominated business environment, this is a kind of a stuff-up, right? <laughs> uh, you have to be making um, sales. So lead generation is key, um, and as digital kung fu um, we've generated over 12 million pounds in sales qualified leads now for technology companies all around the world. But this system that we're giving you some of the highlights of um, is proven to generate returns for any business, uh, whether you are a, uh, a business that's in a B2C model, whether you're a business in a, um, you know, in a B2B model, whether you're in professional services, financial services, whatever that might be for you, uh, this stuff will work for you. So today we're going to talk about how to set up a lead generation campaign. Okay. Um, and so here um, we're going to start with essentially um, a brief, right? So we're going to do some scenario planning. So to give you some context here, um, this is for a product. It's a software as a service product. It's a fintech product. Um, and here we've given some uh, specific uh, criteria. So imagine if uh, we were briefed uh, by a client that um, you know this was their business and here's who they're looking to um, to engage with around their product and build leads or pipeline for. So here we go. So um, this is a fintech uh, product targeted at medium-sized businesses. So what do we mean by medium-sized businesses? It's 50 uh, employees plus. Uh, Caleb is going to be running some numbers for us in the back end while uh, I'm giving him this information. It's the first time he's seen this, so no pressure, Caleb. Um, <laughs> so uh, the region here is the UK, South Africa, and Mauritius. Uh, the industries that we want to focus on, obviously being a fintech uh, product in this scenario, is a financial services play in terms of industries. Um, and now ACV. Now ACV is an acronym for the term uh, annual customer value. It essentially means the value of a customer to you over a period of a year. Now, we've been conservative with this uh, scenario in the sense of um, this ACV is looking only at licenses. So if you were to uh, charge a license for a software fintech product, whatever that might be, and it was $100 per month, you would make uh, $1,200 per month in, uh, sorry, per uh, sorry, per annum, that should say, per annum, there you go. Uh, so it's $1,200 a year, that's about 20,000 Rand per year. So in, a, in the real world, you're probably looking at ACVs that are much higher than that because on top of licenses, there are other types of revenue. This can be services revenue, it can be project fees, it can be managed services as an example, it can even be things like you know IP co-sales. But to keep the numbers very easy for everybody to understand, in this scenario, if you sold a license being the owner of this fintech uh, product, you would make $1,200 per year at a minimum, okay? Um, the budget that we want to uh, work with here is $10,000, so that's about... 170,000 Rand. And then we've broken that budget down by media 
of $2,000 and then production being about $8,000. So media being uh, the money that we are going to spend on paid advertising. Um, and then production is the cost that we're going to allocate towards um, the uh, the actual production of all the content, the campaign dashboards and all that kind of stuff. Our key objective here is to get unique users or net customer ads onto the platform. And our target cost per lead is $20, uh, which is in, it's about 350 rand odd, Caleb, roughly. You can give me the number if you don't mind. Um, so this is the scenario here. So when you go to market now, you're as a as an entrepreneur, as a business, you need to figure out what this kind of looks like for you. You know, what size of company are you really looking to engage with? Is it a small business, an enterprise company? What regions are you really looking to engage with? Industries as well. And remember, the key point about industries is unless you've got unlimited budget, you cannot be everything to everyone. So as as in this case where we chose financial services being a fintech company. This is a great decision. Most companies, you know, when they do a lead generation campaign, they're like, oh, we want to be, we're like a CRM system. So CRM systems can be used by any company. And unfortunately, unless you've got unlimited budget, you cannot target everybody. Uh, You have to create a beachhead. You have to get some initial adoption of your product from a particular industry. And there's many uh, scientifically proven research studies and case studies that are out there that substantiate this point. So pick an industry, be for someone, and uh, define your business by what you say no to or who you say no to, and not what you say yes to. Okay, so ACV is $1,200, budget is $10,000, and our target cost lead is $20. Caleb, before we get into the meats and the potatoes, do you have any questions or comments about this? Are you looking to target anyone specific in the scenario? Great idea. So um, thank you, Caleb, being my head of uh, data media guy, my ninja warrior. Um, yeah, so great question. Who are we actually targeting here? So are we looking at product managers, salespeople, marketing people? Um, and what we discussed um, on a previous episode of this podstorm was the value of targeting seniorities and roles and interests versus job titles. So what I'd like to um, do is actually take our own advice here, Caleb, and let's say we want to target um, those decision makers who have an interest in financial services or uh, fintech specifically or technology software. That would be my first thing. And then seniority would be, um, you know, the kind of C-suite, so CXO uh, as as an example. Um, anything else before we move on? No, I think that's good. Cool. So on the left side of this mind map, and guys, if you are catching this on my podcast, uh, you can grab all these videos on my YouTube channel. Um, and then in pipelinegenerator.com, we actually get into a whole lot of detail here that's missing. This is just the type of the iceberg. So one of the key things um, you know, we advise our our customers on is this idea of TAM or total addressable market. So As I said um, on this side of the mind map, I said choose an industry. So how do you choose an industry if you don't know the size of the industries or what the market uh, value is for a particular industry, right? So uh, Caleb, in the financial services space for the senioritys and interests and then the uh, size of company that we want, so 50 plus employees, can you confirm for me based on our data, what is the... Uh, total addressable market in terms of companies. Okay, so total 
Let's quickly get there. Uh, your total addressable market in total is 940,000 people. Okay. However, um, with the specific, let's just call it, because you're looking at a medium sort of enterprise, mm. the total addressable market that you've got of companies is 7,900. 7,900 companies in financial services. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, that meets my targeting criteria. Is that fair to say? Correct. Okay. And just for um, just to illustrate the point, so we had 7,400. Let me just add that onto the – and this is on LinkedIn, right? Yes. Great. So that's LinkedIn, and we're going to say 7,400 in – can you have a look for, let's just say, professional services for me? Same targeting. Cool. So 7,400 companies in financial services. I'm just adding this to the mind map. So the reason why this matters, guys, uh, will become clear in a second um, is because you want to understand the value of an industry based on its size. So the way that we do that is we look, we take a targeting uh, firmographic set, which is what we walked through um, in the beginning, and like 50 employees and up must be in a particular industry, must be of, must have these interests or must represent the seniority or decision making authority within the company. So, um, once you understand that, you can then start to figure out what is the addressable market. Now, the addressable market means the total number of companies within a particular industry multiplied by the value of your product. So, that's usually what we use to determine what the total addressable market is. Caleb, do you have the professional services number for me? 2,300. Ooh, see, that's a significantly lower uh, addressable market. So let's see, 2,300 companies in professional services. Cool. So Caleb, help me with the maths here. 7,400 times by 1,200 is dollars? Uh, it's 90 million. 90 million. By 12. So 7,400 by 1,200. Let's do is 8.8 million, 8,880,000 to be specific. Yeah, let's say $8.8 million, okay? And then we'll do the same math here for professional services. So that's 2,300 multiplied by 1,200 gives you 2.7. Okay, cool. So that is a total addressable market of $2.7 million. Now, Caleb, you're the expert here. Um, If you uh, were... Uh, given these as your two uh, addressable markets. So we have financial services, total addressable market value is 8.8 million uh, compared to, say, professional services, which is 2.7 million. What does that tell you about your campaign in terms of lead generation? What would you choose and why? Um, I would choose the uh, the FinTech. Okay. Uh, There are more people to reach. Um, and the reason why that's more important for me is that because there are more people to reach, it brings my cost per lead down. Uh-huh. So it means media budget is then I can actually use the media budget and get more leads um, for the same amount of money mm-hmm. than I would be able to do in professional services. Okay, fantastic. So that's really, really interesting for me, right? So the bigger the market, the lower the cost per lead. And that's really important to understand, guys, because if you think about the the media budget, you've only got – $2,000. So in the real world, that's actually um, not a significant amount of money. Right, Caleb? Correct. What do, really we, not a lot. what do we usually spend? I mean, if you were to give someone an average, what does where do we kind of usually play in terms of media spend? 
um, in dollars, probably around eight, nine thousand dollars. Yeah, I was going to say around about ten thousand dollars. So that's five times that number, right? So if you were to just, let's just keep playing with this example here now that we're having fun, <laughs> uh, is if you had a two thousand um, uh, dollar media budget and you're going after seven thousand four hundred financial services companies with your fintech product, what would your cost per lead be? Roughly, what do you think our system? What is our systems actually telling us our CPL is going to be? Well, let's have a look here quickly. Okay, so um, CPL is a cost yep. per lead. So this is the cost uh, to acquire a lead, and it's only looking at that cost in the context of your media spend, and it's not looking at it in the context of your production cost as well. So it's just media. Cool. Okay, so your estimated cost per lead mm-hmm. um, let's just work it out in dollars quickly um, is going to be around a hundred dollars really yeah okay hundred dollars and can you explain why because my target cost per lead was twenty dollars what do we do in that case stay with us we'll be right back Hey there, I know being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely experience. You sometimes get stuck, don't you? Well, if you're like me, being stuck sucks. But what if you could access the minds of over 850 CEOs who have built companies generating billions of dollars in revenue and access all of that knowledge in a fraction of a second? Well, the good news is you can literally do that today. What my team have built is Matt Brown AI. It is trained on all the interviews, over 850 of them that I've done to date, all my books, all the knowledge capital that has been generated over the last 10 years right here on the Matt Brown Show. And you can get access to all of that right now for free. So how do you get access to this? Well, head on over to mattbrownshow.com and at the top, you'll see community. Hit that link, sign up. It's absolutely free and you'll be given instant access to Matt Brown AI and a community of over 100,000 subscribers. Uh, I mean, the reason I think that it's because we're going way too niche. So we, at this point, we're only going after CEOs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And that's obviously one thing that we need to consider and maybe move and be a little bit broader. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So this is really important to understand. I love where where you're going with this, because if you only have $2,000 worth of media budget in this example, and your cost per lead was $100, you would only get 20 leads. Is that the correct thinking there? Yeah. Okay. Correct. So, and that isn't sales qualified leads. Those are only market qualified leads, right? So in this example, you would get MQLs of 20. And if we were to assume a conversion rate, oh my gosh, really mirrors doing some weird thing. I think are you in there as well, Caleb? Let me refresh here. So, if we take a standard conversion rate of 20%, right? Yeah. Um, this thing's blonde. Anyway, but you t- if you take 20 SQLs, right, you would get five SQLs. Is that correct to say? If you get 20 MQLs and it's 20% of that, you'll get four. Four. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you for seeing you. This is why you're the numbers guy, dude. Um, yeah, so, so that's really, really important to understand. And I think this is a great point to land here is that 
you know, you don't have unlimited budget, right? So it's very hard to get this to work for you. So $20 as a cost per lead wouldn't work because your market qualified lead, uh, your, your market MQLs that you would generate would be 20 and then your SQLs would be 20% of that. So you're looking at four. And then you'd need to understand, well, of the four companies or leads that came through as sales qualified, meaning they're in market to buy our SaaS product, what would my conversion rate be on that? So if you were if you're extremely good and you close fifty percent of that, your deals would be two. So you would get two deals, and the way that you figure out your return on investment is you take the two deals multiplied by the value of that customer per year. So you would make two thousand four hundred dollars. Does that make sense? Oh yes, to me yes. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so that's really important. So now you can start to do the math, right? You can start to say, well, actually, what does my cost per lead really need to be in order for it to make sense uh, from an investment perspective, right? Because at $100, it doesn't make any sense. You'd actually need to get at least five times the, the numbers that you see up here on the screen. And to do that, you'd need to find 80%. Uh, cost saving in terms of your cost per lead in order to get a viable return on your investment. So um, other questions we had here was, um, you know, what platform should I choose? So Caleb, what uh, platform would you recommend here? I mean, obviously we've been focusing specifically on LinkedIn. If we recognize that your cost per leads are traditionally much uh, less expensive on Facebook than LinkedIn, should we not be looking at Facebook in this case? Uh, no, not in this case. Um, there's two very specific reasons why. And one of them is your company size. So again, on Facebook, you cannot target company size. So if you are looking in this case for 50 plus employees, we cannot guarantee that on Facebook. Um, Facebook is only interest-based targeting. Where the second point comes in is you are specifically looking for companies within financial services. Mm-hmm. And then again, you are looking for specific people. In this case, you said seniorities. So you're kind of your C-suite. You can't target that niche on Facebook. Okay, cool. That makes sense for me. So, um, so what do we do here? I mean, if this, is this a campaign that we would take to market? Can you advise strategically whether you would or you wouldn't? What if you were to put yourself in a client's shoes for a second? What do we do in this case if we know that the cost per lead is going to be five times higher than what we actually or what the client thought it would cost or basically even one could even go further to say than what the budget would allow? Okay. I mean, I think in this case, just because of what the client wants and they want something so specific, Mm. um, I would need to basically we need to talk to the client about the targets. So it's not a case now of, okay, cool. Well, it's fine. We'll just go try on Facebook. Mm. This is more of a case of, okay, we need to change the cost per lead. This is what you're going to get with your media budget. So we need to advise the client on what they are going to get and what we can safely deliver. Yeah. The other thing to say is that could we not look at uh, other traffic generation or lead generation platforms? So what about Google search or display? Let's talk about Google for a second. Um, for, you know, given the fact that you're talking about search uh, or bidding on search terms relevant to a particular SaaS product or this fintech product as in this scenario, um, how would this differ? I mean, if we were talking about $100 cost per lead, right, on LinkedIn, surely that would allow us the space to now look at Google search as an example or pay-per-click? Absolutely. Um, Google search is going to be a lot better because the 
target audience is going to come to you. So the target audience is going to have to be searching for something that you are offering in order to see our ad. Mm. So that is going to be better. The only difference that I would say here is your time. So if the client needs this delivered in the next two, three weeks, mm. you're not going to have time to do search. Search takes a little bit longer. And um, what's the reason for that? Is it because of how long it takes to reach a certain volume of, uh, of search terms for people to search a certain term relevant to your products? Well, I think it's yes. Um, and I think the problem here is, is that if you think of LinkedIn, LinkedIn, I am targeting specific people. They'll see it in their newsfeed regardless if they're searching for it or not. Mm. Whereas Google, they specifically have to be searching for my product or something related. Okay, I understand. And then what about Google Display? Google Display can work. Um, again, it's we can target a lot of things. We cannot target company size. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the thing is, is with Google Display, you'll get a lot more clicks through. Um, of people maybe not necessarily interested in your product, but they saw the ad because they Googled something similar. Right. Okay. Um, so I would say the other thing to do is to either change your targeting. I would say one could probably look at uh, going for a smaller size company. And I think this is especially relevant when you don't have any sales history. So as an example, you know, we're launching a new uh, SaaS product in the next few months called Tech Lead Bay. And we don't have necessarily like concrete sales history from like 10 markets or whatever. So you have to make some assumptions. And in order to get your budget to work harder for you, um, Caleb, and advise me if uh, if I say anything incorrect here, um, but certainly one could look at targeting a smaller company or interrogating why you want that size of company. So as an example, in this fintech um, service, well, this fintech SaaS product, why do we want, as a very clear, clear case in point, why do we want medium-sized businesses of 50 and up employees? Do you know what I mean? Because I think, yeah, it, it would have to be, obviously, from the client's point of view, maybe their software is not compatible with anyone less. Mm. Uh, but in, in some cases, they just want it because they want the money. So they want a bigger company that can spend a little more money. Yeah, that's a good reason too. Um, and then the other thing to say is, um, I don't. Maybe we should double down here on this point here around regional variances. And we discussed this in a in a previous video on the Podstorm. Uh, but in this particular example, Caleb, can you just quickly pull up the very? Are you saying it's a hundred dollars for South Africa or UK or Mauritius? Can we maybe give some contrary scenarios here? So that's a hundred dollar scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, was looking at the UK, South Africa, and Mauritius. Oh, combined. So, that the- so that's the average. Yeah. Ah, okay, that makes sense. So in this particular case, one could then look at the actual number for each country, right? Because you may then be able to see, okay, what's skewing the $100, right, in terms of the cost per lead? So as an example here, and um, this could be, the average could be $100, but the UK is obviously skewing that number, right? So if you removed the UK as an option, you could find that your cost per lead in knowing what I know about, you know, <laughs> previous campaigns that we've run, you, you may find that, you know, your cost per lead is $40 in rest of Africa. So these are countries like Mauritius, Kenya, etc. right? And then South Africa could be, as a case in point, given the fact that this is a hypothetical scenario, it could be $60, right? So if that's the case, you've immediately unlocked a 60% um, uh, sort of performance margin on Mauritius 
and then in South Africa, a 40% margin, right? And together then, that can really start to skew the numbers. So let's maybe run through this in, in as we did with the other example. So how many MQLs would we get for $40, right? So if our media budget was $2,000 and we divide that by 40, we're likely to get 50, right? So that is 200 and a little bit uh, percent higher uh, MQLs, which would mean if the same conversion rate stood true, right, that we would then get 10 SQLs, yeah. right? And then here we would then get four deals. So now all of a sudden Mauritius seems to make more sense to me, doesn't it? Yeah, well, you, you're doubling your potential deal opportunities. Mm, exactly. And then you would, and you would run the same numbers for South Africa, right? So let's just do that quickly. Yeah. So if you took, uh, let's see, uh, $2,000 divided by, let me see, $60, you're looking at 33 MQLs, right? So 33 MQLs, then you divide that by 25%. So, yeah, so that's looking at, what is that, Caleb? Can you do the numbers on that one? It's like 12. Uh, I can. What do we got? So 25%, so 33 times 25 divided by 100 is eight. So you would get eight SQLs on that one in South Africa, and then you would wind up with two deals. So the reason why we're giving you the numbers is because the numbers really do matter, right? Um, if you don't do the numbers before you start, when you're setting up your campaign, it ruins everything, right? Because one incorrect decision here is massively going to affect your, your return. So as a case in point, right? If if we were to say that the UK was $100, right? And I'm now, again, illustrating the point here. Um, we would only get uh, 20, 20 MQLs and four SQLs, right? Um, and then in, in Mauritius, as an example, uh, you would actually get four here, right? Sorry, there you go, that's correct. So the reason why this matters is if we chose Mauritius, we would get almost 250% more leads, right, uh, than the UK. And if we chose South Africa, we would get still uh, 13 more inbound leads. And the bottom line here would be we would get uh, almost, again, 250% more deals from Mauritius, and then uh, we would get 200% more deals for South Africa. Now, this really matters, right? Because, Caleb, what would you do here if you now knew that this was the actual real market data? What market would you choose and why? I would look at Mauritius. Okay, and um, why? Uh, I think one of the biggest things is that I, in your kind of graph, I get 50 MQLs out of that. Mm. So we are going on the assumption that there's a 20% conversion rate between M to SQL. Yeah. So that's, that's our assumption and what our data has led. However, both you and I know in some campaigns that conversion rate can be a lot higher. And in some cases it can be a lot lower depending on your product. So having more MQLs to actually convert to SQLs is always a benefit for me. Yeah, and the other thing to say is like, what do we know about Mauritius, right? It's a it's a great technology center, right? It's one yeah. of the technology centers for Africa. So this is such an important thing. And then I guess the other next logical complete conclusion here is, and we've made this point in the previous video, um, Caleb, was about real-time optimization because this is now, it's this for me is almost like a business plan, right? It's a theoretical 
exercise in thinking that says, okay, based on my $2,000, if I had $40 cost per lead in Mauritius, I would get 50 MQLs, 10 SQLs, and five deals. Okay? Uh, But it hasn't survived first contact with the customer. No business plan survives first contact with the customer. So in this case, Caleb, what would we do if the campaign uh, cost per lead jumped from $40 to $50? What would we do from an optimization perspective, just broadly? Um, okay, broadly, look at the ads, look at the messaging, um, turn off certain ad sets, turn maybe double down on other ad sets that we know are working. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's like kind of the quick things to do. Um, look at then your targeting. Um, you can go further down if you find that a lot more, let's say, higher seniority people are not converting, but managers or directors are converting a lot more take that out of your targeting because there's no point. Mm. You're just going to be spending money serving ads to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what system do we use to uh, to optimize this stuff? I mean, um, what what kind of system do you guys or do you feel that people should be using? Um, I mean, if, if it's just people and the quickest thing to do, you can look at this in within LinkedIn, in Facebook, in Google. Mm-hmm. They do have their own analytics kind of dashboard. Um, I would say eventually they need to go a little bit further. And if they're running on multiple platforms, get a kind of holistic view of everything. Um, and then you can at least make decisions for your entire campaign of one dashboard. Great. Cool. Um, yeah, so exactly. I mean, this is the value, right? Is, is having a system that can optimize this stuff in real time. So this is why we're so excited also about tech lead base because it uses uh, built in algorithms and robotics process automation to make these decisions for you. So you don't even have to worry about it. You can just focus on the deal flow that comes through. So that's, uh, that's super exciting. So there you have it, guys. That's how you set up a uh, lead generation campaign. Thank you, Mr. Caleb, for being back on the show. We appreciate it. No problem. And uh, yeah, just to wrap up, guys, don't forget for the launch of uh, Pipeline Generator, we are giving you a 50% discount on uh, on our course. You can grab it at uh, pipelinegenerator.com. Simply head on over to the buy now button. If you are open to buying it, you can also start a free trial. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so if you can't afford the 500 bucks, you can at least get into the course, which will be quite nice. Um, and then, yeah, you hit the buy now button like this. Uh, we've got a number of different options for you here, which is really, really cool. And uh, you simply enter the code NINJA-50 to get your 50% discount. So this will only be while we are in the launch period. So don't miss out on that one. So this is Matt signing out and I will see you all right here on the Pipeline Generator Podstorm. Cheers. Thank you for attending the Podstorm by Pipeline Generator right here on the Matt Brown Show. It's been a real privilege and an honor bringing it to you. Remember, this is part of a 12-episode series. So whichever one you're listening to right now, go and get the other 12. This stuff will change the game for your pipeline generation, your lead generation, and ultimately your sales, right, for your business. And you know that sales is the lifeblood of your business. We are giving away a $500 discount for the launch period only, right? So all you need to do is enter the code ninja-50 at checkout and you'll get your $500 discount. Everything you're hearing now in Pipeline Generators Podstorm here on the Map Round Show is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just some of the stuff. We go far, far, far deeper into the subject and I really do believe, in fact, I know that this stuff will change the game for your business. So this is Matt signing out and I'll see you again soon. 
Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients, Haiku, went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.